Welcome to Whispered Mind, the empath and the narcissist podcast. My name is Hadil and today's topic is your empathy and the unfeeling narcissist. Narcissistic relationships are disproportionately imbalanced. The imbalance is evident, first, first of all, if you look at the stark contrast of number one, your character traits and value systems. In terms of character traits, this type of relationship dynamic typically has one highly empathic person and one highly narcissistic person. As the empath, you are most likely seeking love and fulfillment of your emotional needs. You're seeking to basically have a healthy relationship and build a decent life together. As the empath, you may be someone who's flexible, patient, loving, and kind to a degree. I'm not saying you're not flawed. You know, we all have flaws and imperfections, but your intentions are basically good. By contrast, the narcissist is someone who may be very good at pretending to be good, and decent and present themselves in a very positive light to the world and their partner at the beginning of the relationship. However, in reality, they are a lot more insidious, toxic, manipulative, callous, calculating. And what the relationship means to them is to benefit them and serve their needs. So as a couple, you are very different in terms of who you are fundamentally and your value systems are not aligned. What you seek out of the relationship as a couple is very, very different. This isn't obvious at the start. You find yourself at the beginning of the relationship under the impression that you have found your soulmate that you have a lot in common, that you are similar people who want similar things and so on. That's because the narcissist can be clever in that they know how to mirror the traits that you wish to see. They may have cognitive empathy and a level of intelligence that enables them to present themselves in that way. If they know you love to read books, they might talk about interesting books to create an interesting conversation with you. If they observe that you value kindness in others, they will show you how kind they can be and they do a very good imitation of that. They might help an old lady cross the road or something to that effect. They might show you a great deal of generosity. They might act protective over you. They might give you lots of compliments or gifts and act loving and romantic. As the relationship evolves, you start to see a different side to the narcissist. Eventually, you'll know that they are not who they presented themselves to be at the beginning of the relationship. Number two, contrast in investment. The imbalance in this relationship dynamic is also evident in the contrast of your level of investment versus your narcissist partner. The narcissist makes the very minimum invest investment, generally speaking, and almost zero emotional investment and the empath ends up making the maximum investment to a degree beyond what is healthy. 
as <clears throat> as the empath, you find yourself in a situation where out of obligation or pressure or out of guilt or shame or even love, you invest a great deal emotionally, in some cases financially, even physical and psychological investment, when you consider the impact of the relationship on your health. Any opportunity the narcissist can take from you, they will take and take and take. They give very little in return. Their sense of entitlement pushes them towards making demands from you, either directly or indirectly. And what I mean is directly is when they tell you they want something from you or want you to do something for them. Indirectly is when they, through their actions or behaviors, for example, like getting angry about something or throwing a tantrum or through an argument, force you to sacrifice something that could be your time, your energy, or change your plans. Like if you had planned to go out with your friends and you decide not to go just to make peace and keep the narcissist happy. There is a great deal of imbalance when it comes to your time and energy versus the narcissist time and energy. The narcissist does what the narcissist wants to do. And it's almost never the other way around through their manipulation and aggressive or passive aggressive behavior. For example, like through silent treatment, that's passive aggressive. They, more often than not, succeed in controlling their narrative. Narcissists must be in possession of control and power in the relationship. As far as they're concerned, your role is to serve them and cater to their needs. In return, they treat you like crap. They devalue you, gaslight you and deny your reality time and time again. When you start to pull away or make a decision to leave, they change their strategy, play nice, turn on the charm, charisma, and show you their loving side to influence you to change your mind. And number three, accountability and saying sorry. When the narcissist is in the wrong, do they admit to being wrong? Do they say sorry? Do they own up to their mistake? Do they take accountability? No, never. It's not in their makeup to do that. If they do, then that's only because it's part of their strategy, because it serves a purpose for them. They are never sincere about it. By contrast, how often do you find yourself verbally apologizing and physically showing remorse? How often do you find yourself feeling ashamed and guilty? Pay attention to behavioral patterns when it comes to conflict and arguments. How crafty is the narcissist when it comes to shifting blame onto you or projecting? For example, they tell you that you're angry. Did you actually tell them you feel angry? On what basis did they assume that you're angry? In reality, you feel sad, but you're not angry. Maybe disappointed. They made an incorrect judgment about your emotions. That's their way of projecting. I'm of the opinion that whatever they project onto you is actually them admitting to how they're feeling.
So if they say you're angry, it's as if they're telling you they're angry. My point here is that there is an imbalance when it comes to owning up and taking accountability. As the empath, you have no qualms about admitting to being wrong, if that was the case, and taking responsibility for your actions. However, narcissists refuse point blank to admit wrongdoing because in their mind, that shows their weakness and reduces their sense of control and power. Over time, it becomes incredibly frustrating and emotionally taxing to be in this relationship because of the imbalance and the emotional impact this has on you versus the narcissist. In my line of work, I often get told by empaths that they feel really bad, really guilty. They find it really hard to be so tough on their partner. They feel sorry for them. They don't want to be horrible, especially when they're fighting. They don't want to rage or react in an emotional or aggressive manner, but they do find themselves acting exactly like that. The nature of the relationship is very antagonizing, and it's almost impossible to have a grown adult conversation with a narcissist because they're not interested in resolving issues or learning or personal growth. They are interested in winning, in being in the right, in asserting their control, gaining fuel, and taking what the relationship has to offer. To say that a narcissist is unfeeling is actually not true. Narcissists do feel They feel anger, rage, envy, jealousy. They feel superior or inferior, but that's not a position they want to be in. They feel shame, not in the sense of remorse, though. Narcissists do not share their their vulnerabilities and do not open up, not genuinely. They might pretend to be vulnerable, but that's part of their strategy to emotionally manipulate When I talk about your empathy and the unfeeling narcissist, it's because your empathy is what gets you into trouble. It's what enables the toxic behaviors, such as the gaslighting, to continue. Your empathy and emotional thinking is your biggest strength in some contexts. However, in the context of a narcissistic relationship, it's your biggest weakness. It's what enables the narcissist to get get away with such vile behavior. To be clear, this isn't about saying you're to blame at all. Ultimately, the abuser is solely responsible for all the abuse. You're a victim in this scenario, but it's important to recognize that you can impact change to a degree. Work on managing your reactions in a way that gives the narcissist very little to no fuel. Don't rise to their bait. And most importantly, it's really important to create boundaries to protect you. Get into therapy to help you manage your guilt, which can support you when you make decisions that are more in your favor. And it's important to note that the unfeeling narcissist 
is unfeeling in the sense that they don't care about your feelings. If they did, they would show it to you. They would be considerate towards you the majority, if not all the time. Not just when, not just when, uh, when they're trying to temporarily win you over. They don't feel guilty about how they treat you. They don't feel bad and they're not sorry. The absence of accountability on their part is problematic. Think about all of this imbalance and decide for yourself how you're going to rebalance this equation to help serve you. Now is the time to make decisions that support and empower you. Give yourself permission to be selfish for once. You owe it to yourself. You don't owe it to the narcissist, not when they haven't got your best interest at heart. Not when they're exploiting you and everything you're giving them at the expense of your time, energy, happiness, mental health and well-being. You matter. Focus on you and redirect your energy and time back to you. Focus your empathy onto you because you're the one that needs it most. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has given you some value and has inspired you in some way. I would love to know what resonated most with you. If you enjoyed this episode, you may benefit from listening to episode 13 on where empathy ends and enabling begins. For feedback and support, you can reach out to me through my socials, which you'll find in the description box. You are welcome to join my private Facebook community, Remarkable You. This community is there to support, uplift and empower people like you to live their best lives. If you would like to connect with me, you may email me at inquire at whisperedmind.com or DM me through Instagram or Facebook. I would love for you to tune in every week as I upload an episode every Friday. I would love for you to leave a positive review and share the episode in order to reach more people who may benefit from hearing my message. In the next episode, I talk about love and intimate relationships. Are they overrated? I look forward to connecting with you then. Wishing you love and peace, my friend.